he had a, a Bailey's over the uh, on the rocks. And I said, you're not even drinking your drink. He said, no, I'm just enjoying just sitting out here. And I was like, all right, well, come to bed when you're ready. Then, I guess. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to this week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And we are excited to welcome back a repeat guest, Kristen, from Tink's Magical Vacation. Did I get that correct, Kristen? Yes, you did. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you. I'm especially excited because we've talked to people who have sailed concierge. We've even talked to one person who sails in the coveted Walt Disney Suites. But you got to experience that recently aboard the Dream. And always fun to hear about those very rare opportunities to sail in those really decadent suites. So Kristen, why don't you tell folks, remind folks what your cruising experience is like with Disney so they can orient into your comments and feedback. But uh, how many Disney cruises have you been on and uh, what other kinds of cruises have you taken? So we primarily have only cruised Disney, my family and I, and we are platinum guests. We've sailed on all four ships, have two sailings booked on The Wish. And I believe this last sailing made us 37, 38 um, cruises with Disney. We're racing to 16 by September. You have us handily beat. So that's uh, that is a tall order of a number. It gives you the super priority booking on the new ships. So that's also great. The trip you took on the Dream, Kristen, this was at the end of September, you said. Was it one of the three-night, four-night cruises? It was a three-night. Left Port Canaveral on Friday, returned on Monday. It was a Halloween on the high sea sailing. So that was super exciting. And most of all, my family and I, we were sailing with one other family, and we were super excited to be sailing in the Walt Disney Suite. Nice. And was it a one of the double dip cruises still or did you stop in NASA? No, it was just a stop in NASA. We actually did not get off because we had the suite and it was enough to pry my husband out of the suite to even go to Castaway. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, the Castaway, I think, would win against the suite, but I can understand the sentiment. Well, tell us a little bit about the, the you said it was the Walt Disney suite. There are typically two of these suites on board. Is that right? Yes, the Roy and the Walt. And we've been a couple of times in the Roy. This was actually our second time sailing in the Walt. So we're super excited to be back in that suite. You know, you do get all the concierge perks sailing in the suites, uh, along with a few other perks for sailing in, you know, one of the Royal suites. And what's the, let's start with, um, what is the size of this suite? Is it one bedroom, I think? And you know, what, what are the, what's the suite look like? So when you first walk into the suite, there is just a little entryway. And then off to the right, there is a door. And if someone was sailing, and we've had it this way before, if someone you knew was sailing in the one bedroom in between the wall and the Roy, they can open up that door. And there's a little hallway that'll take you into the one bedroom. There's a little kitchenette area with a full-size refrigerator. And best of all, it is fully stocked with water, sodas, things like that. But the best surprise is when you open it and the entire freezer is filled with Mickey bars. And (laughs) they keep replenishing them. You know, there's an espresso machine in there. And then... There is a half bath and we had friends sailing in the family concierge next to it. So we were able to keep that door open with them. And then in the living area, there's a giant sectional couch, a very large dining table, and then a double bed folds out from the wall and a curtain goes around that. And there's all sorts of shelves and cubbies and lights and everything over there. So our one daughter, Hope, slept there. Then there's um, a twin bed that folds down that's closer 
to the kitchenette area and Hannah slept in there. And again, it is closed off at night with curtains and things. And then the master bedroom has the king bed, um, a vanity in there. And then the bathroom is a little different in the wall than in the Roy because the shower is up against uh, the balcony practically, like it overlooks the ocean and you can frost the glass when you're in the tub or in the shower. Well, so so it sounds like, does this room connect to two different staterooms or, it or just the one? It does. Oh, it wow. connects to a family stateroom as well as the one bedroom. Oh, wow. Okay. So you could have you could have quite the expansive suite there with a, a large traveling party. You could. And fun fact, the wall um, suite has darker paneling wood and like with the woodwork and the entertainment center, everything is dark wood. And then that family concierge that connects to it also has that same dark coloring wood. And in the Roy, it's a lighter color. And the family suite has also the lighter coloring and the matching carpet. So those are the only two family suites that are actually different on the dream and fantasy, the ones that connect to the Royal suite. And what else is different as between the Roy and the Walt? I would assume some of the little decorations and touches and things would run more toward the personalities of each of those individuals. But what what's the differences? Yes, there's definitely pictures of Walt, obviously, in the Walt suite and Roy and Lillian in the Roy suite. One of the big things is the bathroom. The bathroom in the Roy does not overlook your balcony or anything like that and has a giant walk-in closet. In the Walt, the closets are all against where the television and the vanity is. And they're more like cupboards that open up. They're about five, five, four and a half, five feet tall. They're not tall enough for like you or I to go stand in. So they're not like a walk-in closet per se. So, so the layout of the bedrooms on both of them and the bathrooms are a little bit different. If you're somebody who really enjoys a lot of like privacy and don't want to risk forgetting to frost the glass when you go to get into the shower or you're brushing your teeth and you know your kids are out on the balcony, then I wouldn't suggest that the wall is for you. I mean, we we were we always made sure we frosted the glass, but again, the Roy is more of a typical bathroom on Disney Cruise Line where it does not look to the outside or anything like that, but they do both still have the steam showers and everything in them as well, you know, so they're just laid out a little bit differently. The Roy, like, honestly, if you were sailing for a longer cruise, the Roy would be nice because it would have the giant walk-in closet, whereas the Walt does not have that. Yeah, I'm going to assume that the storage capacity of either of these suites for a three or a four night sailing is probably more than enough. But yeah, I, I could imagine if you were on a Panama Canal cruise or something, wanting to have that extra storage space. And every cabinet there, like by the television in both the Roy and the Walt, you just touch it. And it just opens up. Funny little story. One time we were in the Roy and someone we were traveling leaned against one of the shelling units and and it popped open. And up there were these size 15 basketball sneakers. So I called the concierge people down and said, someone left these. And they were like, oh yeah, it was a basketball player and his family who were here. We were like, oh really? He just (laughs) left his shoes behind. Well, somebody was getting used out of the sports deck finally up on the top deck. Yeah. Um, And they do both have the hot tubs, which is amazing to be able to be out. And that's where we spent our NASA day on the deck, you know, enjoying the deck and ordering Palos to be delivered to your stateroom when you're in one of the Royal Suite. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's talk about the deck for one second. So it is is a massive wraparound deck if if memory serves. And so it's got a hot tub. I think it's got a 
a table and some chairs outside as well. And then some, some regular loungers. Is that right? Some loungers, cushion loungers, a little couch, you know, a little coffee table out there. I mean, it, it totally wraps all the way around. Now in the Roy suite, you can see the firework. In the Walt suite, you cannot from the balcony see the fireworks. Well, let's talk about some of those special amenities that you get. You, you get all the standard concierge, shoreside, onboard, access to the lounge, all the stuff we've heard a lot about. What are the other things that you get sailing in the suites? So you can get Palos and it's especially nice when uh, now my children are, you know, young adults, but when they weren't, we could let them experience Palo pizza or the souffle, things like that, that they normally wouldn't have been able to experience that we could bring to the Royal Suite. So that's one of the biggest perks. We did get snacks throughout the day delivered to the room that were super nice surprise. And that seems to be pretty regular when we've been in a Royal Suite, like chocolate covered strawberries. Upon arrival, there is a pretty fancy cheese board and with meats and stuff. And my daughter loves the honeycomb that they leave on that. So that's in there. So it does seem like you get special treats left in the room. There is a wine cabinet in the room, but the wine is not complimentary. If you choose to open the wine or champagne, you do get charged. I mean, if you're paying for the Royal Suite, what's a bottle of wine, I guess, at <laughs> yeah, that point? Yeah. That's what I always say to <laughs> yeah, my husband yeah. when we're in there enjoying Paolo's. I'm like, just go get the wine out of there. Let's just drink that. Something neat that they do have now that seems to be new since the reopening, since COVID, is uh, at least on the Dream, they have a bar cart that you can schedule to come. They won't come inside your stateroom, but we scheduled it a couple of times and anytime after five o'clock and they will come. And it was super cool because the couple sailing next to us and the other family sailing concierge, they came to our room and we the bartender came with the bar cart and he mixed, he had non-alcoholic champagne and he made us like a champagne spritzer right out in the hallway. So we thought that was really cool because that's something new that they're doing to try and promote social distancing in the lounge. So that's kind of cool that they have that. The big thing is, you know, the food that you can have breakfast, lunch, and dinner delivered from any of the dining rooms in the suite, which is nice when you're just taking a relaxing day, Nassau day in the stateroom. Can you do Palo brunch and dinner or just dinner? We've never tried for brunch, but we did ask for the Palo pizza one day for lunch, and they were able to bring the pizzas for us and the kids to the room. So I would imagine they'd bring something from the brunch menu to you if you asked. We've heard it can be a little uh, unsettling when they do the in-room dining because they actually like physically wait outside the door to bring the courses in. And they all do. That sort of they stuff. do. They do. <laughs> and especially now with COVID, like pre-COVID when we'd sailed in the Royal they, you know, they would come in in a little bit, but now they they wait right outside and you go tell them, okay, we're ready for the next course. It also looks like I was just looking at a, a site here and it reminded me that you get unlimited internet. Uh, I don't know that that's much of a perk aboard Disney Cruise Line considering the, the, the poor internet speeds, but that is one other perk that you get. It did seem like it worked a little bit better in the Royal Suite than it had the last two times that we cruised and we weren't in the Royal. I'm happy to hear about that bar cart. We So we have sailed in suites aboard Celebrity Cruise Line ages ago, but they had butler service there and they would bring by drinks and snacks and afternoon, uh, you know, hors d'oeuvres and things like that. And so nice to hear that Disney might be incorporating some of that, at least for the moment. It sounds like the concierge lounge is the place to be aboard <laughs> these ships. It is the place to be. I mean, it's a little different now because the servers in there, they, they do serve you the food just like at Cabana's, like you can't actually go and serve yourself. But 
they were more than accommodating to serve anything. And what we did notice a little different is, yes, the bar cart, but up on the sun deck, I mean, we had been passing through because we were like, we'll just sit on our amazing deck. But they had from five o'clock on, there was a bar cart up there as well. So if you didn't weren't comfortable having a drink inside the lounge, you could get a complimentary drink upstairs and sit on the sun deck up there. So that was nice too. Yeah, there there is nothing better than having like an after an evening cocktail on board a cruise. I can say that much for sure. No, there is not. <laughs> you know, and the kids just did so much enjoyed having their friends enjoy the hot tub. The first night we all went to bed because you know you're exhausted from traveling and everything else. And finally at like 1.30, I realized my husband wasn't in bed and I went out there and he's just sitting out there on the balcony. I said, What are you doing? And he said, Well, you know, when I'm in these suites, I like to enjoy every moment of it. And he was just sitting out there. He had a, a Bailey's over the uh, on the rocks. And I said, you're not even drinking your drink. He said, no, I'm just enjoying just sitting out here. And I was like, all right, well, come to bed when you're ready. Then, I guess. <laughs> but he just sat out there till like 145. And he just said he was just really enjoying just having the, the lounger be out there. And he was just relaxing out there. You you weren't kidding when you said you had to pry him out of there for Castaway Key, I suppose. No, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Our friends joke that he never wants to leave the suite. Well, I do need to pause here to thank our amazing show sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book all of our Disney vacations and Disney Cruise Line vacations and really appreciate and love our travel specialist over there. She waits on hold when we don't have the time to. She watches out for deals for us and she constantly steers us in the direction of what are some great vacation experiences. So we really just appreciate all of the expertise we get from the folks over at Touring Plans Travel and all the help they've given us in planning some just terrific vacations. So Remember, you don't pay for touring plans, travel. They don't charge anything extra. Disney pays them at the time you travel. So if you're looking to book your next Disney vacation, Disney cruise vacation, or really any kind of cruise or land-based vacation, head over to touringplans.com slash travel for a free quote. If you decide to book with them, let them know the DCL duo sent you to help support the show. And with that, back to our episode. Did they do anything special from a Halloween standpoint in the lounge for, uh, for you all? There were some Halloween um, themed snacks, which were cool, like little cupcakes. And they had Rice Krispie treats that had orange and like, you know, purple and black, like sprinkles and stuff like that. So, and they had little mini smoothies one day too, which was really refreshing. And I know that the kids liked those as well, but they weren't calling them smoothies. They were calling them spooky something, but it, <laughs> it was, it was a miniature smoothie. I, I think Sp- spooky slushies or something, yeah. something, <laughs> something like that. So they did have some Halloween themed treats and everything. And then the pu- there was a pumpkin in the, I don't think, I think it was a fake pumpkin, but that, that was there in the lounge too. But I do know the lounges now will soon will be decorated with the garland. I did see pic- photos of the fantasy that the garland's already up. Yeah, we've gotten some photos from a friend who's on board the Fantasy with the tree up in the atrium and growing very excited for our cruise that starts next, uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday a week. We're we're heading out to Walt Disney World in advance and then heading on the Fantasy for a week-long cruise, our first week-long cruise since the shutdown. So it'd be nice to be back on board for longer than than a few days. That, That will be really nice. 
How did you find the the surface and concierge this time around, Kristen? It's, you know, there's a lot of new faces on board. I don't know if that extends to concierge, but, you know, is the service on par with what you've gotten in the past? Service was exceptional. You know, again, this was our third time sailing concierge since the reopening. And um, it was like going home. One of the servers who serves the food, he said to us when we walked in, he said, did you change your address to be here? Because you've been here like every four weeks since we've reopened. <laughs> and I was like, we wish we changed our address, but we did not, you know, and, and if there were lots of familiar your faces and concierge and we just can't say enough the dream is like going home to us as well as the magic and we just we were so happy to see some of our most favorite concierge guests i mean i cried the last morning leaving them i was like oh my gosh when can i come back so i i keep trying to maneuver another one before we go for new year's eve but i'm not sure i'm going to be able to (laughs) finagle my husband into that yeah, I have certainly worn Sam out with our cruise planning. So uh, we just booked another one in January. So I think that has us cruising just about every month for the next uh, few months, except uh, we take a little break in December to head to Olani, which is almost like going on a cruise. So can't complain there. Well, how was your experience at, uh, at Castaway? Did you get a cabana this time around? We did have the cabana and we were lucky enough. I think it helped having the Royal Suite. We had one of the big cabanas this time, the Cabana 21. So we were super excited to have that larger cabana because we were traveling with, you know, a couple other families. On that sailing, there were not a lot of cabanas booked. So we have photos, literally, that we were the only ones from like Cabana, I think, 17 down. There was no one from 17 down except for us. It was kind of crazy. When we first got there, we were like, where is everyone? They're like, well, all the cabanas aren't filled. Oh, wow. How many people were on your ship? Do you know? We only had 1,100 on our ship. Still surprising to me that the cabanas weren't booked. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's amazing. That's am- That family cabana 21 is also very amazing. I love it's like tucked away there at the end, although I found it hilarious by the end of the day, all the floaties had floated down to it our floated cabana. floated down there. I know. <laughs> we kind of like that cabana, especially when you're sharing it with multiple people. We have that cabana again on the New Year's sailing and It's fun because it's, you know, double of everything, two refrigerators, everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, did your husband peel you away from the cabana earlier? Or was he like, I'm I'm sucking all the marrow out of this cabana that I... <laughs> no, my husband well. always likes, a uh, little secret, Bruce likes to always be the last one. So any of our friends listening, <laughs> they will get a chuckle that Bruce is. When I tell you he is the last one on board, security called our room three times looking for him. And the second time I told my daughter, don't pick the phone up. Well, she did. And she said, they want to know where dad is. And I said, let him know he's in the cabana still and concierge will bring him back. They were like, it's time. And I'm like, he's not coming back. So like until they tell him he has to come back, he's literally not. So he will stand there and wash his feet multiple times right by the post office until he knows, till they come to him and say, sir, you are the last one you can get on now. And I mean, (laughs) when I tell you he's the last one, we usually are dressed ready for dinner. And yet he is always the last one on board. We had that experience on our very first sailing. A friend of ours lucked out in a cabana on um, Serenity Bay. And they drove the little golf cart up and we're like, time to go. (laughs) And they they drove us all the way back to the ship because everyone else had left the island. So, uh, Little, little, that was a fun experience for sure. Yeah, that's Bruce. He gets golf carted all the way back. <laughs> well, Kristen, any major highlights for you on this cruise that, uh, you know, Halloween on the high seas, Walt Disney suite, but, but any other highlights for you that stood out? You know, we celebrated my birthday on board. So that was super nice. Somebody sent a cake to my room. So that was super sweet. So we were able to celebrate in there. So it was a great way to celebrate the last year being in my 40s. (laughs) Cough, cough. (laughs) And um, 
So, you know, that was a highlight to be there. We did a mixology class, which was super entertaining. So if any listeners have never done one of those, we did leave the suite for that. And I have to say the cast member who who ran ours in particular was so knowledgeable with giving us tips on drinks and how to make them at home and where to buy the stuff. So we've thoroughly enjoyed that. Like I felt like it was like an actual like class, like we, we took stuff away from it. So that was a super highlight. And just going back and, you know, you really, you know, you cruise all the time. It's just going back and connecting with the crew. And I mean, I really feel like they're an extended family to all of us. It, it's it's nice. The the community on board Disney Cruise Line, including the cast and crew is uh, is amazing. So it's one of the, I think one of the, the cruise line experiences that you can't necessarily get on some of the other cruise lines is that community and the common shared love of Disney. So you already have something to talk about. Well, Kristen, what's next for you? You mentioned a New Year's cruise, but what what's on tap for you? What's coming up? Well, we're ringing in the New Year in the Royal Suite, and then our friends are in the other Royal Suite. So that'll be fun on board the Magic. And then I'm sure we'll squeeze in something if we don't, if I don't get Bruce to go, agree to go before Christmas on the dream, you know, maybe try and s- surprise our twins or something with something for their birthday on board the dream. And then we have the wish coming up, uh, the inaugural sailing on the wish in June. And that'll be super fun to be concierge on there. We have a one bedroom. Our real big trip is, I think I told you before, we're in the funnel suite come Labor Day. (laughs) Yes. I am so jealous. It's on, it's on my bucket list. If I can ever convince Sam, maybe, maybe after her sailing in a one bedroom, she'll, uh, she'll start to see the value, but (laughs) she will. She's never going to want to go back. That's for sure. Oh, that sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. We we have already we have already said we have to have you back after your funnel suite sailing at a minimum because we 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 gotta hear what that experience oh, is. Oh, I like. can't wait to hear all about it. I was at a conference last week and they put photos up of the wish and some of the things about the kids' clubs and things. And when that funnel suite, those photos came up, I was like, I can't believe it. And I leaned to the girl next to me and I said, I'm in that room. She's like, No way. Are you kidding me? I'm like, No, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I, I just I I'm still trying to wrap my head around the private elevator and what that's going to be like. And, you know, the hallmark of some of these suites is the balconies and that one doesn't have one. And so it is it really. And, and I think that's going to be the, the I don't want to say difficult part of being in there because there won't be anything difficult about being in that <laughs> glamorous of a suite. But I think it's going to take some getting used to because we're so accustomed to being able to sit out. And I wonder how they're going to handle the noise like is. The funnel vision, like, you know, are we going to hear movies playing all night long and noise from the pool deck? Like, I just wonder how that's going to be in that suite. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see what other kinds of perks they may provide for that. Because if you, as you've said, like if you sail concierge, you get some perks. If you sail in the Royal Suites, you get some perks. A tower suite's the next level. Like, I don't think it even compares to these, these well, other Well, and rumor suites. has it, and from the photos that I've seen, there is a bar in there. And the rumor is that it's a key, you know, it's, it's keyed locked and that you could possibly have your own bartender for the cocktail hour and possibly your own dedicated concierge person. Wow. I mean, I, I kind of would expect that, right? I mean, it's kind of, in, in some ways I've always found what I hear about the benefits of sailing concierge, I'm comparing them back even like 10 or 12 years to what we experienced aboard celebrity. And I'm like, they offered more, right? They offered more benefits uh, on some of these other cruise lines. And so when I think about the price you pay for concierge aboard Disney and the benefits I've seen on other cruise lines of sailing in some of the suite categories, even more broadly than what Disney would consider a royal suite, 
I've always, I've always, I will say I've always personally struggled. So I'm interested to see the experience. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to give it a try. I'm even more excited to hear about your fabulous cruises coming up, Kristen. And so we will, we will have to have you back. I actually want to hear about what it's like to celebrate New Year's on one of these ships. We're, we're going to get to celebrate Thanksgiving. We'll be on board after the New Year on board the Magic out of Miami, first time on the Magic. But I would love, I would love to hear what it's like to celebrate New Year's on one of these ships. Yeah, we're super excited. I mean, that's always been a bucket list for us, that and the Panama Canal. So Panama Canal is awesome. If, you, if you've not done the Panama Canal, we haven't done it on Disney, but we've sailed the Panama Canal. And it is, I think, one of the coolest things. Well, Kristen, you want to let folks know where they can find you and connect with you to follow your sailings? Or in fact, you are also a, a travel planner. And, and so you want to let folks know where they can find you? Yeah, they can follow us on Instagram, Facebook for all the latest and greatest at Tink's Magical Vacations, or they would like to request a quote, tinksmagicalvacations.com. And one of our magical travel planners would be happy to assist them. Well, thank you as always, Kristen, for coming on and sharing your experiences with Disney Cruise Line. We loved, we love to have you share your experiences. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting me back. Talk to you soon. Well, we really do appreciate having Kristen on the show to share her family's fabulous experience sailing in a royal suite. She really takes some amazing vacations. We cannot wait to hear her experience in the Tower Suite. I know there's a few months between now and then, but it, I, I just I cannot wait to hear what that experience is like and sort of unpack the mystery behind some of the amenities that are going to be in the Tower Suite. So I really appreciate Kristen coming on and sharing her experience. And, you know, as much as we're sponsored by Touring Plans Travel, we love to have other travel agents on because they offer unique perspectives. And Kristen and her agency are not alone. So we love having them on as guests. So with that, I do want to thank everyone out there for listening to our bonus episode this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also remember to head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star written reviews. We love reading them on the air in our main show each and every week. We love connecting with you, our listeners. So head over there, hit those five stars, leave a written review if you have some time and we'll read it on the air. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. We've got a number of guests coming on who have reached out that way. We cannot wait to talk to them. You can also head over to the DCL Duo blog and podcast Facebook group. Hit join if you'd like to participate in a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. We've also got some great additional content over on our YouTube channel, DCLduo. DCLDuo. If you'd like to help support the show, you can always head over to touringplans.com travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you. Or you can browse to patreon.com slash DCLDuo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We absolutely love and appreciate each and every one of our patrons out there for helping to support our show each and every month. The DCL Duo podcast and blog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney Cruise or Disney Vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. <laughs>